At the T-minus three-minute mark, tape recorders on board the spacecraft were turned on. These recorders record both voice and data. This is Rocket Shop on 105.9 FM, The Radiator, W-O-M-M-L-P, Burlington. I'm your host, Molly Allen, filling in for Tom Proctor, here interviewing Bobby Coe. Hello, welcome. Hi, thank you. How are you doing? I'm doing very nice. Things are good. Sweet, I know. A little weird during this time. Um, (laughs) I would love it if you would start us off with a song. Great, sounds good to me. Um, This song is called Pray Tell. Thank you. 
Pray Tell by Bobby Coe. Thank you. So I was doing some research on you and I saw that you are making an album or coming out with an album. Yes, I have been working on this album since late October. Oh, sweet. Is this song on your newest album? Yes, it is. Cool. So this is a little sneak peek for the listeners out there yeah I'm really excited to put it out it's been like my baby my (laughs) gem it's like every everything I've been working on for the past almost year it's pretty crazy (laughs) what has it been like writing an album is this your first album this is yeah this is my first album I went through this phase in the fall of just like pumping out songs like there was a lot of different outside um a lot a lot of outside stuff going on including getting better at guitar which was really awesome my friend jack just sat me down and was like here's some jazz chords and i was like whoa i love jazz chords that's great so i started putting uh progressions together and kind of seeing what sounded good and then also a lot of like really awesome and crazy and sad things went on in my life so it was just like right, right, right. And then I was like, whoa, I have like 15 songs that I really should record. So then it was, whoa, I need recording equipment and maybe (laughs) some type of DAW I can mix music on. So it kind of just went from there. It's pretty slow, but... No, it's it's great. That's an awesome sneak preview. So I listened to a little bit of your music, and I know you have a lot of vocal layering Mm. in some of your songs. Is that showcased in your new album? Oh, yeah. Sweet. Definitely. Right. So how would you describe your music to a listener um, in like a few a <laughs> It's few so words? funny because I'm sure someone else would be able to be like, oh, your music is this, obviously. Right. But for <laughs> me, I'm like, whoa, how could you put my music in a box? No, but yeah. my, <laughs> my roommate called it casually contemplative. Oh, <laughs> I, I actually, I really like that. That's a good... I, I like that. I mean, for a box, that's a that's a solid box. <laughs> <laughs> There's definitely like holes and like jagged edges in that box. Yeah, so cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So how did you how did you come to this point in your life where you were like, I would like to write an album? Like, what brought you here? It really, and this is gonna sound super cheesy, but <laughs> there was just this moment where I was like, okay, I have been singing and playing guitar and like kind of messing around for you know since I was like 11 and I loved it so much and then I just hit this point maybe due to like people I was becoming friends with and looking up to and being inspired by but I just said to myself one day I am going to take myself seriously as a musician Mm -hmm. and as soon as I made that agreement with myself it was like everything kind of fell into place and once I respected myself as an artist, so many other people started to as well. And it was like crazy, 
seriously yeah. it was super profound no, of course <laughs> and so you mentioned that you started playing guitar around 11 correct yeah. yeah I got a guitar and I learned super basic chords like open E yeah. G C <laughs> minor F <laughs> right. basically and I was playing around and I was writing tons of songs but they were like made up instances of like my ex-husband and like oh. being a trophy wife like just things <laughs> I <laughs> saw in movies yeah. and thought was cool and it was just silly right. um so when did you start playing music like when when did this start for you gosh I don't know it was like I did musical theater when I was really little mm -hmm. <laughs> and so I was always like singing and being theatrical and super diva girl and then <laughs> um, I spent a long time being like mom get me an agent I want to be big and be a star and then <laughs> my mom was like whoa no I'm not right. doing that why would I do that and then I started to get older and like get into academics and started doing research and I like got super obsessed with money for a while and I was like oh my gosh I there's no way I can be a musician like I will be poor and I need to make money obviously because that's the way the world works and I spent a lot of energy just being like no I won't be a musician no 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 it won't mm -hmm. happen and then I got out of my hometown I traveled a ton I met really awesome new friends in college mm -hmm. and just picked it up again it was like this makes sense this is like I've felt this passion since I was tiny like I need to do it so you mentioned earlier you were tapping into the when you were younger like the um the, the ex-husband all that jazz <laughs> like the classic heartbreak songs how has your music changed since you were that age to where you are now yeah, I guess the songwriting processes have changed completely. I used to I used to listen to the radio, like Top 40, and be like, this is how a song is. Like, verse, chorus, verse, chords, bridge, chorus, and that's the end of the song. And it was very, like, linear and all the same. And I would write songs like that. And now I realize when I write songs that come directly from like my being and my heart, it happens quickly and it happens in no particular order or like chorus in a way. And sometimes it does. And sometimes I'm like, this is super catchy and it's a pop song. And sometimes <laughs> I'm like, whoa, this is not anything I've heard before, made before. Right. So you, you mentioned that you grew up a little outside of Boston um, earlier to me and I was wondering, like, what were your musical influences? And, you know, Boston has its own yeah, type of music and so on and so definitely. forth. Definitely. Right? Um, I definitely grew up in high school um, and even middle school listening to a lot of hip hop, a lot of cool. rap and some R&B. Um, and then I also got into some, like, really, like, indie folk as well. So I had, cool. like, I called it, like, my morning music and my nighttime <laughs> music. I would, like drive to school with Gregory Allen Isaacoff and then oh, like yeah. drive home with Kendrick Lamar playing, you know, right. it was like tons of different genres all coming in. Um, and so how has that like worked with your music and your taste? Like, have you taken some of that and put yeah. it in your music? Have you done so on and so forth? I think, I think I'd like to say that my music is kind of a mesh between like 
hip hop, like, I don't know if you know Raven Lene, no name, kind of like rhythmic jazzy music with like Mm -hmm. indie folk, acoustic singer songwriter music. Cool. Okay. So what is your personal music writing process? I mean, like you, you're writing all these songs, you wrote a whole album. Um, When you, how do you just like sit down and write out a song? Like what goes, what, Mm -hmm. what's your process for that? It's honestly, it changes all the time. Sometimes I just am playing, fiddling with chords and I'm like, ooh, this is a great chord progression. I'm going to make a song with this, you know? And I'll kind of sit down and be like, it's time to write a song. And it'll usually, when it's like that, it's usually about like the world and things going on that don't really have to do with like me or my emotions as much. Mm -hmm. But then sometimes... I don't even know how to explain it. Like, I just, my guitar is in my hands for sure, but it's just like an explosion and the song is done and like everything's written out and the chords are written out and it's like, okay. Do you find that you take things from your like everyday life and put that in your music and kind of weave your two life's lives together? Like my musician life and my and your career life? life? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what is it you do um, outside of music that kind of influences where you are today? So I I am a farmer. I do per- permaculture. Right. So um, those are obviously <laughs> two really distant ideas. Right. But in my mind, they're just the same. So I, I study permaculture, which is kind of the combination of ecology and geology and botany and farming and kind of taking everything and putting it together and also honoring like social justice and indigenous cultures that like came up with these agricultural practices thousands of years ago and we're just now Mm -hmm. coming back to be like oh yeah Yeah. they probably did something right because they were native to the land for four thousand years before we came and pretty much destroyed it so yeah with everything going on right today with um all of the movements that are happening in the protests um, how are you reading into that? I, I heard you say a little bit about social justice and how you want to yeah, get that in I your mean, music. Definitely. I want to, and if I can be an activist in any way, living in Burlington, Vermont, and being a white girl and kind of waking up to all the systemic craziness that I was pretty <laughs> shut off from uh, right. growing up, it's open the ears of people and spread love to those who might not be feeling that way towards groups of people and then also just a way to outlet my energy in some like crazy angry fiery way as well yeah using the 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 anger and the passion that comes from these very large protests and Mm -hmm. putting it into your music yeah i mean I would love to hear another one of your songs. Um, Great. So what is up for us? Okay, I think I'll play... I think I'll play my song that I'm about to release as my single before the full album comes out. Um, It's called Baby Boo, and it should be out by the end of the month. I've kind of been taking my time with all of this, but yeah, here it is. Thank you. 
nothing to say Won't even let me get a word out anyway I'm tired of guessing what you're thinking today Why don't we write this one out? I'm so excited by the light in your eyes I wanna roll it up and take a slice I wanna write it down But I'm mystified Why don't we write this one out? Bobby Coe. And this is a single that will possibly be coming out by the end of this month, correct? Yes, hopefully. So this is going to come out before your album does. And yep. what is the predicted date that uh, listeners should be looking out for your album? Oh my goodness. Well, it was you don't originally... Need a specific date. Sorry. <laughs> it was originally <laughs> the beginning of July. So if that's any uh, indication to how the process is going. I mean, yeah. But I would say at this point, maybe october 1st cool october <laughs> 1st listeners keep keep a ta- keep some tabs on uh, bobby co so what was your inspiration for that song um a lovely person in my life i just wrote it and it just happened really quickly um another inspiration for that song was my friend this was the first one i wrote when i was like really focusing on jazz chords and like figuring out what sounded nice together and Mm -hmm. like was kind of feeling my jazzy groove and was like, "Mm, 
This sounds good. I want to make a catchy, fun song. Yeah, cool. Okay. Um, so in in this um, this musical process that you're coming up with this album, have you found that you like uh, being in the studio more than you like being in person or doing concerts? No. no. I, love, I love being in person. <laughs> I love playing for people. The mm-hmm. studio is like, it eats my life up, definitely. And it right. feels really good, like, being on my mixing software and like mm-hmm. EQing and figuring out what sounds good and like adding MIDI tracks is like, it's like a video game. It's kind of fun, but it's also like, I am an outdoor person and don't like, I don't play video <laughs> games really. <Yeah. laughs> so when you're in the studio producing these songs, like when do you put the cap on it? When are you like, I can't change that or like, I don't want to redo this part. I mean, you have the single coming out, so. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Honestly, it's really (laughs) hard. I think that's probably something a lot of musicians struggle struggle with with, is being like, this is done now because I'm constantly listening to it and being like, oof, got to change that. Got to add this. And sending it to the world. It's vulnerable. Definitely. For sure. Yeah. So everything I've been working on. (laughs) (laughs) When you were growing up, did your parents, did they have a huge like musical impact on you or were they... um, yeah, good question. Um, my my dad played guitar, and he played guitar for me and sang, like, cute little kid songs, mm-hmm. like Baby Beluga and um, Yellow Classic. Submarine and just, like, fun <laughs> songs. Right. And I was like, oh, my gosh, my dad is a rock star. <laughs> <You know? laughs> right. Um, Do you think that that um, made you more inclined to start this journey and... I would, I think so, mm-hmm. but it's really hard to say because I, I just was singing since I was like a little tiny girl and it was like, I'm going to be a singer. Right. <laughs> and my parents are like, yeah. okay, if you want to. Yeah, sweet. They were really cool. supportive of me, okay. but I kind of, yeah, I kind of found music on my own, like by myself in my bedroom, like with my iPod. Mm-hmm. And have you ever been like in a band or is this really like a... The Bobby Co. Yeah, thing. I was in a band in high school. Um, we we just played some sets at like cafes once mm-hmm. a month, but we had so much fun. It was me and another guitarist and a saxophonist. Oh, cool! And I still really want a saxophonist in my band <laughs> that is to come. Hopefully, I definitely want a, a mm-hmm. full band at some point. But cool. it's just finding the musicians and like working well and having mm-hmm. like a person connection with them as well. Oh, it's not easy. No, yeah, and you all have to have the same idea on the music and what you want out yeah, of it. Yeah, right? exactly. So yeah. that band, we all kind of moved to different corners of the country, but we still love each other a lot. It's mm-hmm. just like, it's fun to do my own thing as well. It's yeah. really empowering, honestly. So you like doing both working solo and working with other people. Yes, cool. definitely. But now I know, and it's cool because now I know that with my band, like I kind of need to be the person that is like, orchestrating everything because mm-hmm. I have ideas for like what the bass line will be what the drums are going to sound like mm-hmm. you know yeah I mean I guess during COVID this this is a good time to be a a solo act <laughs> you can really be like all right this is what I want to do <laughs> yeah yeah quarantine right. was great for hours in the studio right I sure. bet. so um if you could open for any artist ever living or dead um, this is a very loaded question. You, you can get, be like, this person and this person, blah, blah, blah. Who would it be? 
Oh my gosh. Okay. Maybe Brittany Howard. Okay. Um, just kind of because I want to like sit down and talk to her. Um, right. And my music is, de- I definitely draw from her in some ways because yeah. um, her vocals are insane and she's like clearly just has her head on her shoulders and her lyrics are so inspiring um yeah maybe her maybe also raven Linnae because i yeah she was my main inspiration for my music i think cool yeah you said that you listened to her a little bit in high school like your or maybe it was college um Mm -hmm. to get the Mm r&b inspo cool so um what for you what would be the best piece of like musical advice you could give to someone uh, any aspiring musician out there for writing a song like what what is something you would want to tell them when you want to start well I'm gonna split that up so of course just like advice for someone who wants to start being a quote-unquote musician like you are a musician and everybody is a musician it's in you it's in your bones just take yourself seriously seriously that's all that's all it is um I think especially for women it's really common for for girls to just second guess themselves and be like yeah I make music but like it's not that good and it's like no it's great and if you shine and you like open yourself it's gonna actually sound better Mm -hmm. um how do you feel being a woman in the industry I mean this is a very large um you know, industry, (laughs) as I said. So what is it like for you? Um, It's for the most part really fun because I'm somebody who loves to prove themselves and I love to learn a lot. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of fun for when someone's like, oh, who's producing your album? And it's like, I'm producing my album. And like, oh, who's mixing it? It's like, oh, I'm mixing it and I'm watching YouTube videos and I'm learning as I go, but it's fun. Um, but I've definitely also had some serious BS, um, when it comes to live shows and getting booked and like, I can't get booked at a bar unless a man is like booked right after me. I don't think I've Mm -hmm. ever played at a bar like just myself without someone else. If you're a bar in Burlington and you are listening (laughs) to this, you have gotten a little snippet. So they're a little little shameless plug for Bobby. Yeah, I'm, yeah, definitely. I mean, that is just something I'm very aware of. Yeah, no, yeah. So if if you could change anything about the music industry, really, what what would it be? Oh, my gosh. Whoa, that's like reforming I'm the music industry is like reform in general. Like, definitely yeah. systemic racism. Stop. <laughs> Stop yeah. that. Like, yeah. black no. music is everything. Black music shapes all music shapes every white person you know it's like respect please and also huge corporate labels just like i don't know stop (laughs) stop using musicians stop yeah stop owning small labels and like the small labels have to pretend that they're on their own when they're not they're like totally giving all their money to the man Mm -hmm. so what is your plan going forward for the future with Like, what do you want to do in the foreseeable future with your music? Honestly, I just want to make a little bit of money playing small gigs whenever I want. (laughs) That would just be the best thing ever. Yeah, I mean... Maybe some festivals, um, but just, like, fun places, connect with cool other musicians and, like, enjoy myself while also 
you know, doing my permaculture thing in the woods somewhere. Yeah. And so now that you're based in Burlington, what is it like playing here and um, in Vermont, really, in general? It's so fun. <laughs> it's so fun. The, the music scene up here is amazing. I mean, you guys are amazing. So open to like new local music. It's, it's phenomenal. Yeah, I, I'll say something. One thing I really love about Vermont is we have so many different types of music, you know, yeah. like you can hear country music and then you can hear R&B and they could be in the same lineup. <laughs> and it no one would question it. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. You'll have yeah. like a hip hop artist play right before, and it's like acoustic singer songwriter set, and everyone's like, "Sweet, we got some." There we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, for the listeners out there, where can we find your music? Um, where should we go to look for you? So I am Bobby Co on Spotify. Um, I just have one single out right now. It's like my first debut, and I collaborated with a friend on it called cool. my, my friend Quesadilla Cam. Um, cool. And <laughs> yeah, you can find my Spotify music on there. That's where my album will be. Um, and then I have a SoundCloud also that's Bobby Co. And that's more of the like strange, maybe like political and like funny songs that I make and put on there just for kicks. <laughs> and um, are there any social media platforms we can go find you and keep up to date on what is happening? Yeah, Bobby Co. on Instagram. I have a Facebook page. Um, once coronavirus is over or mellowed out, <laughs> I don't right. know when that'll be, but uh, <laughs> I'll definitely update my gigs and shows and everything on there sweet well i'd love it if you would play us one last song for the evening great okay i'm gonna i'm gonna play one short song and then i kind of want to share this Go one that i started writing yesterday perfect a double awesome. whammy yeah so this one is called elusive love Um 
took a second guessing myself Sick and tired of wasting my health It's fine, I'm fine Stop worrying about time We're good We're good Sick of second guessing myself Sick and tired of wasting my health It's fine, I'm fine Don't worry about time We're good elusive love elusive love cool that was elusive love by bobby co um thank you so much for joining me this evening of course thank you so much anytime so this has been rocket shop i'm your host molly allen here with bobby co next week we have david david roberts joining us here um, on 105.9 fm the radiator w-o-m-m-l-p burlington good night